笑着。Hey everyone, and welcome to Toy Story Minute, the podcast where we talk about Toy Story a minute at a time. I'm John. I'm Jeb. And this is minute number eight, starting with what are you making a note that? Oh, and Andy's birthday party today, and ending with Ham saying, "They're here." I love John well Ratzenberger's yep. voice. Yep. It's so great. Mm-hmm. He has a, the, one of the best lines in this minute. Probably the best line. The in this best minute. line in this minute. Definitely actually. the best spoken line. Yeah. In this minute. Yes. 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 What's going on down there? Is this marbles in her marbles? Her marbles. Her marbles. Her marbles. Yes, she's losing her marbles. That's Raymond <laughs> That's Romano. Raymond. Not Ray Romano. Please don't. Okay. Don't sorry. talk about Ray. This Romano. is not Ice Age minute. This is a Ray Romano free zone. <laughs> Jeb, did you did you name the podcast episode a minute into it on accident? Maybe you did. I think I did. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Um, I, I like that he uses marbles because it's another little like toy joke. Just like mm-hmm. you know, pull my string. And mm-hmm. are there are no marbles in this movie though? I don't think so. Would marbles be a toy, or would they be like doodle pet? They don't have a face, but neither does Mister Spell. I mean, I'd like to think that they would not be a toy because yeah, they don't have a t- face. And they're so small. Yeah, and like, what would they do? Like, I mean, Mr. Spell has a, a way of communicating. You know what doesn't? The hockey puck from last week. Yeah, but it has hands and feet. Why does it? Have- I don't know why, but it has. It, is it has hands and feet. <laughs> the marbles can roll around to move, like the Roly Poly Clown. Which gets more abuse from Mr. Potato Head this minute. Mm, yeah. He's so mean. Just doesn't care about anybody, honestly. Everyone, well, especially uh, Rex is worried about being replaced in this minute. That's why Woody was so... Oh, yeah, one last thing uh, before yeah, this meeting is over. Uh, you know, Woody's party, obviously, party Woody's kind of freaking out about this, right? Mm, he has to be. Like, a little bit in the back of his mind, he doesn't want to think about it, which mm-hmm. is the, one of the beauties of this movie. Mm-hmm. Mr. Pinedo Head does point out that Woody's been Andy's favorite since kindergarten. A line that I take issue with. Because of how old Andy is? Well, this made me think, first of all, how long has it been since kindergarten? Because you're in kindergarten when you're, what, four or five? Four or five, and he's Turns, almost six. Just turning six. So, like, a, a whole year? year? Which I That's not going, long enough to be going like, oh, back you're to, the favorite. I was about to say, yeah, going back to yesterday's conversation about plastic corrosion and how long one year out of a how, yeah, I was say how long a toy's life is. He's but been even two years, that's really not that long. This made me go back I literally half an hour Googling trying to find if I got Andy Davis's age wrong. Wikipedia and all the other wikis I could find said six. I couldn't find a citation. Okay. One site, someone said he was eight, and they were really insistent that it was eight birthday party. So I went back, looked at all the minutes in the birthday, went and looked at all the parts where we kind of see the birthday party in the future. No actual date. No, no there's no cake. There's presents. There's decorations, but they don't say how old he is. Mm-hmm. He might be eight. He might be, but that kind of feels like it's pulled out of nowhere, too. Yeah. Like, why eight? Why not Ten. Yeah, why not seven? Well, why not he seems nine? like he's not ten yet. No. 
it's just even if hold it's, on, I got an, I got oh I just got a thought. So he's going to college in Toy Story three. In Toy Story three, assuming they're following the same timeline, twenty ten, he was seventeen or eighteen. I actually know that in Toy Story three, it is con- it is definitely canon. He is seventeen. That would make him four. Here's the thing: Toy Story three does not take place in twenty ten. It can't take place in 2010 because Andy. That would make Andy three yeah. going on four, and there's no way that a that a three year old can write that well, can lasso that well, Woody takes could care not, of a baby. Yeah, Woody could not be his best favorite toy since kindergarten because he wouldn't be in kindergarten yet. So there's no way that movie takes place in 2010. Right, it has to take place in like 2007 or so. Yeah. Maybe so that doesn't help us. That doesn't help us really, does it? And we know that this movie takes place in 1995 because mm-hmm. in the next movie, Barbie has a line about how Buzz Lightyear came out in 1995, and in this movie, he's a new toy, brand new toy. And we also know that this movie takes place during the summer because mm-hmm. there's a line about Sid going to summer camp later on. So it's not like near the end of the year. So it's solidly in 95. Yeah. If it was like the beginning of the year. Then it could have been, oh, Buzz was released last year. Yeah. But definitely not. Mr. Potato Head's line has to make no sense. Mm-hmm. Even then, a, a toy, a year can't be that long to a toy because, again, plastic corrosion. Mm-hmm. Right. My other question about this is, if Woody was Andy's favorite since kindergarten, who was his favorite before kindergarten? I like preschool. it was Mr. Potato Head. That's what I was thinking, too. That's why he's so salty. That. Yeah, because he's a real in this movie. He, he's this a real minute, salty he's sailor. Real he's a real salty sailor. <laughs> Welcome to the salty spittoon. How tough are you? I'm a potato. That's how. So tough. yeah, kind of, until I get mushy, but I don't because we're not made with real potatoes anymore. Yay! <laughs> My other idea for who might have been his favorite would be Rex, because I feel like Rex is a nice toy for a little little kid. Mm-hmm. Rawr! Easy he's, enough. Yeah, and he's big, so he's not going to be a choking hazard. Mr. Potato Head couldn't have been Andy's when he was under the age of three, because right. you don't give. He said ages three and up mm-hmm. on his box. Yep. And Andy's mom is responsible enough that she's not going to give her... Just because Andy's not responsible enough and lets Molly play with him doesn't mean that his mom that would. That is weird that his mom puts them in the same room. Right. Because what's Molly, like one? Yeah. Why would you let your five, six, seven-year-old take care of your one-year-old? Right. Do mm-hmm. Overnight. I wouldn't. I mean, she has a baby monitor, but Andy doesn't need it. Right. And we know that there's no Mr. Cotton-Eyed Joe Davis. Mm-hmm. Not anymore. Not since, uh... Not since the accident. <laughs> the mysterious accident. <laughs> what was the accident? Great question. The accident, in quotes, because maybe she, like the musical Chicago, murdered him. Dun, dun, dun. I don't think she murdered him. No, she's a strong lesbian mom. She wouldn't murder him. I love that you're coming around to my lesbian theory. I would love her against it. Well, now you're for it, though. Yeah. Also, with, with Woody being his favorite since kindergarten, so did Andy get Woody when he was kindergarten age? Because it feels like he's had him in the second movie. Again, we're skipping all around, but we have to for continuity's sake. Mm-hmm. In the second movie, Woody is said to be an old family toy, mm-hmm. meaning 
Andy probably got him from either his mom or, or Cotton Eye Joe, Joe Davis. Yeah. So he's had him since he was a kid, since he was a little baby. Mm-hmm. What happened in kindergarten that got him in? Did he get into cowboys a maybe lot? He became, maybe he realized how awesome cowboys are. Oh my god, I just had an idea. Maybe Cotton Eye Joe Davis left the family, died, whatever, when Andy hit four or five and went into kindergarten. Needing a father figure, because as we've mentioned before... Needing a male presence in his life, he turned to... The masculine cowboy western toy. Not the potato, not the dinosaur. The person. The person toy. Do you think that Andy, as he... Especially, like, as he grows up, that'll be, like, into westerns because of that? One would think. I bet he watches, like, old John Wayne movies... When he's too young for them. Yeah, probably. With Woody next to him. Mm-hmm. That's cute. Good stuff. This is a much lighter minute than the plastic this is, isn't it? <laughs> no, that, yeah. There is some adult stuff in this minute, though. There's a kind of a, kind of a dirty... Yeah. When uh, Mr. Potato takes off his lips. Slinky being the sidekick... Presume sidekick he is. The kiss up. Stands up, defends Woody when he says, Andy's not going to get rid of any of you. Andy is, in a, even like, if Woody, you're played Woody with less. lie to us too. Yeah. Even if you're less of, like, get played with less. Your job is to be there for Andy when he wants you. Is and, like a job? Toys, is that like a toy's duty? What compels them to that? I mean, they like being played with, but like, why? Is it the contact? Is it the affection played toward Ooh. them? Is it like a relationship? Might be. That, I would say no. That makes it seem really weird. That makes it almost seem that like being played with as a sexual thing. That makes it, it creepy. should not be. That makes it creepy. When Mr. Potato Head, and this is getting real pedantic, this is not minute by minute talk, this is frame by frame talk, I notice he picks up his lips. His hand has to phase through his mustache and through his lips to pick them off. Mm-hmm. And, oh, I am calling you out, 1995 Pixar. Yes, 12 years ago, when you... No, 22 years ago. Oh my god, I'm so <laughs> old. When you made this movie, you had a slight layering issue with one scene of your classic and universally beloved movie that we also universally beloved mm-hmm. here at the we minute. We universally beloved it. But between the two Between of the us. two of us, we universally beloved it. I wonder if, when we start having guests, I wonder if anyone will be like, no, I don't like Toy Story. I've never met anyone who doesn't like Toy Story. I think we should try and find someone who doesn't like Toy Story. Right. If, as long as they're not, like, a jerk about it. Right. Because uh, Star Wars Minute, our great-grandfather podcast or whatever, Plus. they have, because they're doing the prequels right now. Everyone hates the prequels, right? Well... I, not everyone, but like, and they're they're not. I don't. They're not as bad as their reputation. I will say that because it's be, it's because it's like oh, this thing that we grew up with is being tainted by not as good movies. Mm-hmm. But there are like prequel apologists on it. But also like you can't sit through the Droid Factory sequence in Attack of the Clones and say oh, this is great. I'm right. entertained and have no problem with R two D two flying. And C-3PO getting his head switched. Anyways. (laughs) We strayed a lot. And we're back. We were talking about um, Mr. Potato Head. While Slinky is defending Woody, Mr. Potato Head decides to take his mouth, pop it off, and start kissing Kissing himself on the butt. On the butt, we will say, because this is for a G movie. Mm -hmm. Making (laughs) um, Mr. Spell laugh. Mr. Spell 
types out har ha 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 ha, and then the snake in the background is laughing. I love the snake's expression. Yeah, it's like ah. his you eyes can't see like what I'm doing, but it's it's face. it's funny. Yeah. Um. They're uh, speaking of movie references, though, and speaking of our family of minute podcasts. There's a Back to the Future reference in this. Uh, there sure is. In this, in our daddy podcast, in our dueling genre uh, family. Is Back to the Future Minute. There's more Back to the Future references, though, in this movie. It's more than I thought. Yeah, there's at least three yeah. that I counted, which is good, because then we, we should have them on. We'll yeah. get them. We'll get them on eventually. Mr. Mike, they do the whole microphone stretching too far, and he has to catch up. Mm-hmm. Is he just, like, not aware? Is he not paying? Again, this makes me think he's a new toy. Yeah, I was going to say, he's either new or he's just bad at his job. But they seem to not like new toys. It's weird, like he's so excited. Well, I guess well, they didn't have. Jerks. I was gonna. Yeah, they didn't really have anything that could really do what he does, though. He's so. not replacing. He's not replacing someone. someone. He's just bringing something new to the table. Yeah, like Rex is just worried that there's going to be a better dinosaur. I don't think I can handle that kind of rejection, George McFly. Boom, boom. What was that boom about? That's the. Uh, that's the, the sound of a reference. <laughs> boom, boom. When Mr. Mike goes closer to Woody, I feel like there should be interference again, right? Because he's close to the mic again? One would think. It's just weird that there was any feedback at the beginning of... Maybe it's just Mr. Mike not being good at his job yet because he's new. Yeah. It's so weird thinking of what does a toy know straight out when it's new? Well, I mean, we'll talk about that more when we get an actual brand spanking new toy. Yeah. There's one more thing, which is... You think after this minute, yes, Mr. Shark, Mr. Shark, I think is almost he's catching up with Lenny in my favorite background toys because he has one line, mm-hmm. but his expression because he's just a rubber thing with his mouth just looks open. so bewildered at he's, everything Woody is saying. He's he's almost like shocked. I, I feel like he's a. Uh, Oh, I never in his monocle. Why? Why? How could you? In the name of replace me, but I'm a shark. Do you think that we were talking off mic about moving buddies and who Mr. Shark's moving buddy would be, and we're wondering about Weezer from the next minute. Weezy, not the band. My name is Jonas. I'll be your moving buddy. It's a Weezer (laughs) song. I know, but so you're saying a person named Jonas would be the moving buddy. That, I, I don't know. know. I, don't, I get what the joke is referencing. I don't get the joke. I don't know. Never, I just, <laughs> I just felt the need to do. This is the kind of thing that I, I that I like listen to you, and I'm like, ooh, I feel bad if I cut out Jeb saying this because it's funny, but I feel bad if I don't cut Jeb out saying this because it feels mean to him. <laughs> I wouldn't feel bad if you cut it out, but <laughs> like, there's a time you said it was it was something with like the force field eating dog. Or, the, I mean, the force field eating dinosaur. I, or, no, I said, like, field forcing thing, and you said something that made me laugh out loud, but I felt really bad because I was laughing at you. <laughs> oh my I don't goodness. take offense to that. Just I just, that I there. love Mr. Shark's appearance, and I wonder if he felt like Wheezy was replacing him when they got Wheezy. If Wheezy's... Maybe he broke Wheezy. Maybe he broke... Well, we'll get more into that next, yeah. next movie. Yeah. Which uh, is weird, because Wheezy acts like he was had been a toy with them for a while mm-hmm. in that movie. I mean, we'll talk about that. Yeah, next we'll movie. get to it. We're getting way ahead of ourselves. Do you have anything else for this minute? I feel like we don't have a big plastic corrosion line. We just have the weird Andy's age line. And the uh, marbles. 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 <laughs> Marbles. 
Ham kind of bookends this minute nicely. He's got a lot of good lines. Mm-hmm. He's a ma- yeah. He's I like him. I like it. He he might be my favorite main toy. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Mr. Shark, is my uh, that's that's such a difficult. It's too it's too big of a commitment to say. Definitely, do you have, definitively this is my favorite main toy? Do you like how? Who are your contenders for your favorite so far? Ham is Woody up there yet? Mm. I like Bo Peep and Ham so far, even though Bo Peep's only had a few lines. Right. I mean, we're barely into this movie. We'll get into it. I love to hate Mr. Potato Head. Mr. Potato Head's just fun. Yeah. They play with the fact that Don Rickles is an insult comedian is something I never appreciated right. before. Because this movie was a childhood thing and I'd never heard of Don Rickles. Yeah, I didn't know who Don Rickles was until... Yeah. Until pretty recently. Yeah. I mean, not that recently, right. but, you know, until adulthood. Like, I knew who he was when he died, R.I.P. Oh, yeah, that was very recent. Yeah, yeah, I know. You're you're cutting a hole in my heart. I know. And stuffing your marbles. I said it. I knew who he was. I okay. I'm getting okay. defensive. Who's defensive? You're defensive. Yeah, that's why I said I'm getting defensive. Shut up, I'm not defensive. Hey. How dare you say I'm defensive? Huh. Uh, all right, so that's, that's the minute. Yeah. Good, goodbye, deputies of our favorite kinds. You've got a friend in me. Remember that. You're, you're the snake in my boot. Remember that. When in doubt, reach for the sky. Rent, when in doubt... Poison the don't poison the water hole. Somebody Please. has. Don't do it. Don't, don't let it be you, deputy. Yeehaw! Partner gets his wagon train. Something about that. It's later in the movie. Yeah. Whatever. Not really about it. Bye.